Boom, and welcome back to this, another episode of the Happy No Fear podcast. I'm your host, Chase, and we are back with the second part to the 123 Clan interviews. Um, on the last episode, we had Clore, and on today's episode, we have her other half. Um, he is a designer, a painter, a graffiti writer, and so much more. So without further ado, I give to you Sien. Sien. Yeah. Still alive, man. <laughs> huh? Back from the dead. <laughs> Back from the dead. It's crazy, man. Let's start with that because uh, I, 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 uh, it was kind of scary. You know, yeah, when you were uh, supposed to come on, all uh, of a sudden that morning you text me and you said, hey, something happened. I don't think I can make it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, like, like even myself, I was surprised. Like, I, I really thought I had something very minor. Because I had like uh, before, like two weeks, since two weeks before it happens. So I have to explain people like uh, I had a heart attack. Yes. So before the heart attack, I just had like a shortened breathing. Mm, short, but, shortness of breath. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, so I thought it was just allergia because we're from Montreal mm. and, and we know about the smog in LA. And uh, even at Riot Games, because I'm working at Riot Games, is the reason why we moved to LA. Uh, I talked to some other uh, colleagues you know and they were like oh yeah i'm not from la i'm from colorado it happens to me i found out i had asthma so that's what i thought i had because wow. I, I used to have asthma when i was a kid and it was just like a breathing difficulty somehow so i was like oh yeah i just needed some ventolin and we go to my pulmonologist gonna give me my prescriptions and go back to work you know yeah. And then my pulmonologist was like, so he did all the electrocardiogram and stuff like that. And, and then he was like, oh, I'm not sure. You should double check and go to ER. Wow. So he didn't know neither. Uh, and I just found out I was having a heart attack at ER. Wow. And, and then as soon as they told me like, hey, you're having a heart attack and we're going to give you, uh, we're going to bring you now to procedures. So. Yeah. I have no time to realize I was like going straight up to so it, it was it was the, the the onset of the heart attack or was it happening in like super slow motion or something oh actually I had two vessels clocked uh -huh. in my um, in my heart right and in your heart you have like three vessels wow so it was kind of crazy they call these procedures I don't have like any surgery right so they put a catheter uh, from my waist from Wrist, one arm. Yeah until to uh, my heart to unclocked and then they put like two stints yeah. to reopen the vessels wow. and they even show me like, like like so i was awake you know probably they gave me some uh, medication to mm. calm down because i was f just freaking out like what yeah like, you're like maybe i have some asthma let me go do, do a quick checkup on it all of a sudden the doctor said you, you know what you're, you may be having a heart attack it's uh, like it, your day your day is changing from like Something simple to all of a sudden, what the hell is going on? Exactly. So I was wow. like, damn, it was the end now. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck that shit. So, and, and they fixed me. Like, like, I was really lucky because actually I haven't got the heart attack. You know, when right. your heart is bugging out yeah. and you have to uh, get reanimated. Right. So that's a good thing. Like, like even doctors that I was like super lucky because basically, they, I mean, it could happen before. Right. It, I went to the ER, so... Yeah, so it's now close I'm enough. all safe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 
I remember you texted me a picture like from the hospital, like, whoa, what the hell is going on here? And do because you're a fit guy, you're young, it can just happen, I guess. Is it like a do do they know like what clogged? Uh, yeah, a bit of cholesterol, and it seems it's also genetic. Uh-huh. Uh, and stress is not good, but you know, once again, like like any recommendation I have, I, I could give it to anyone you know like right. hey eat healthy right. uh, don't stress don't stress uh, That's do the sports hard part. you know uh, yeah. but yeah it just happens so yeah. but I, i'm all good now and that's all safe, amazing so, yeah that's amazing that's amazing i mean so happy to to see you and so happy to hear that me too uh, <laughs> it's like I, i guess as we get older some of these health scares are going to happen yeah you know like uh it's just part of aging i guess Not that we're that old or that you're that old, but yeah, it's, it's going to happen. It's a mix of everything, I guess, you right. know, like, uh, like, like, how do you eat? Uh, do you do sports, you know, uh, genetics too, so right. you can't really modify this. Right. But, uh, but yeah, I, I will definitely take care of myself more. Yeah. Time to start now. Kung Fu again. Yeah, maybe, but slowly, like for now, right. I'm just, actually, it's funny you're talking about Kung Fu because what I do for now, and I was like doing this even again to start just to uh, warm up a little bit because uh, I used to do Kung Fu when I was younger Yeah, and uh, I start just to warm up Kung Fu right. uh, again. So like some Tai Chi stuff and like some, some motion. Oh, no, no, and... it's, it's very, very simple. Like right. uh, I used to do like more like uh, shadow boxing, right. Wing Chun style ring chun yeah. so it's more like warm up everything you yeah. know like the wrist uh the hips you know yeah. uh like the whole body yeah basically. all the stretches and stuff the circular exactly yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It's, it's very simple i mean yeah. uh like everyone can do this you uh -huh. know it's nothing like crazy like bruce lee or right. whatever yeah. i told you i uh, kung fu is in my life now too it's amazing it's i've been doing it four months uh two to three times a week two hours a session Wow, yeah. that that's pretty cool. So man. I got my son stuff already. You know, I'm I'm getting into it, and it's uh, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, it's great. Like like what I used to love about kung fu is the fact that you don't just uh, to I don't know learn to fight. Right. Basically, you learn your about your body. Right. Like like where is your shoulders? So for example, when you have to protect, you know, or defend yourself. Right. Or uh, how to use uh, your opponent force. Right. Strength also. Yeah, that, that's an like interesting one. Like it's kind of like the matador. Like when 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 the opponent comes, you can use that energy. Oh, totally. And just send them more that way. Yeah. You know, which is different. I, uh, I succeed this in thing. a fight to do it once, uh, of course during a training, mm -hmm. and I almost like amazed myself. Like, oh shit, I did it. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I felt really proud. But it, yeah, it's crazy. It's really crazy. And, and the other thing too that I like a lot is like each time I was going there, I was learning something new. Right. So it's very similar to graffiti somehow because uh, you never stop to learn. Mm. I mean, of course, because many sports you can perform and try to getting better and at things you know. Right. But Kung Fu, you always learn new things you have no idea exist. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like step by step, yeah. you know. And, and this is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, my, uh, the guy that's training me, his name is Kung Fu George. And just last week, because we're still working, because I was a boxer before. So we're just still only working with the with the with the with the with the upper uh, striking part. We're not doing elbows yet. Nothing. Not, not even legs or knees or a just basic basic kung fu approach to upstairs work. And yesterday, just because he saw that I was getting a little bit, maybe not arrogant, but a little bit impatient, 
uh, we, we kind of roughhoused a little bit and he introduced like eight other categories from throws to, to, to breaks uh, uh, to locks to elbows to uh, jujitsu stuff and uh, yeah I realized that I need to really check my ego because you know there's he's just introduced me to like one eighth you know, that's one window I'm looking yeah, yeah. through. But there's so many more windows. Oh, of course. And so after that, and he, he's, he's such a, uh, a, a skilled uh, master that I'm like, okay, I need to really simmer down. Like, you know, it's not because I, I think I got something figured out here. And I think that maybe I have some uh, skill. He, you know, he was just introducing me to one little aspect of like a whole world that I didn't even know about until he did that with me. So. Oh, it's, it's, it's really infinite. Yeah. Like, like the possibilities are endless. And once again, this is what, what I like because of course, like uh, in our life, graffiti had a huge impact and still nowadays, like even more than before because when we started graffiti with Glor, for example, uh, we just started it because we were almost like uh, attracted by this uh, powerful new movement because back then it was really new and rare right. to see it. And same thing, possibilities are so endless, mm. you know, but like styles and color combos uh, or just uh, trying th new things back then right. when, when you start and you were a toy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything like, was new. Still, yeah. I In mean, the early 90s, there, there were some things already uncovered, but like so much to discover still. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Still, but I think it's the same process for new generation nowadays, right. too. Uh, even if you start, uh, I will talk, of course, like a, a lot about graffiti because it, it really changed our lives for mm -hmm. real. I mean, even hip hop and rap music. Uh, basically, we discover this through rap music, right? Like, like with the first album of the uh, not the first album, let, let's say the first rap albums from the Beastie Boys, License yeah. to Ill, because the first License one, to was, Ill. yeah, because yeah, the first one was a hardcore. Right. Uh, was Paul's Boutique was the first one? No, no, no. First one was uh, Egg Raid Mojo. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. One, you know, like like yeah. like uh, Ad Rock wasn't there yet. It was yeah, just... there. There were more punk. Uh, oh yeah, hardcore. totally. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. It was no fully... rapping yet and stuff. No, no, no. License to Heal was like the first, I think, rap album. Right. If I'm right. That was the double cover, and it was the the plane yeah. crash into the into the mountain. Exactly. I have that album somewhere. Maybe it's here. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's still our favorite. We're still a like, huge uh, fan uh, of Beastie uh, Boys. But then, by discovering this music... So this album, and uh, it takes the nations of million of else to hold us back. Yeah, the PE album. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, public, public Enemy. enemy. And, uh, and then we, we just found out about hip-hop, you know, and hip-hop, all the, the... I would say, like, culture now, because graffiti itself, it became like a culture, but back then it was just like a part of the culture. It was an element of uh, hip-hop. Yeah. Exactly, right. exactly. And of course, when we found out about graffiti, like, we were like, okay, this is our thing. Yeah, yeah. Because we always love to draw, you know, and, and yeah, just like tagging, bombing, yeah. like doing graffiti pieces and stuff like that. It was definitely like like our comfort zone where we had the more fun somehow. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and it was... Uh, yeah, it was it, it was a different time than I mean the world did not appreciate it. It was still strictly like it's inside inside, it's you and your 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 friends and you know everyone. I, I mean, it, it. especially where we come from because we're originally from the north side of France, mm -hmm. which is not even in Paris. Uh, back then, I would say it was like late eighties when we found out about this. Maybe the first time I heard about Public Enemy and BC Boys was like what. 88 maybe mm -hmm. or something like that because i did my first piece in 89 mm. 
when I found out. So it was really, really rare yeah. uh, to find even people just listening rap music, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like like we were weirdos, you yeah. know, and we had nothing back then. Yeah. It wasn't on the radio. Maybe there was no. a college station. If you were lucky, that played one hour a week of like maybe some, uh, you know, rap music or whatever. But even that, yeah, like we used to go to vinyl records and, and ask like if they can get us some vinyls, you right. know, and it was really hard to find. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but. The exciting thing didn't change my opinions because even nowadays, new generations, they can find out about graffiti, you know, uh, let's say on Instagram. But in the same time, they have to somehow uh, go through the same path Right. Uh, when you try things, basically. Mm -hmm. I'm not dictate new generation what they should do to become a real graffiti artist, whatever, you know. But when you just found out about this, like we feel being attracted by that like a magnet and like yeah. oh shit like i want to try to write a nickname with a marker with yeah. a fat cap yeah. uh, i want to do a train yeah. uh, i want to do a top to bottom you know i want to do a block style yeah. i want to do a wild style i yeah. want to do a mural yeah. and all these challenge when you just found out about graffiti and you know all these uh, different aesthetic approach or different uh, categories i would say because it's definitely different from doing, I don't know, like uh, bombing sessions to a legal wall, let's right. say. And both of them have their own challenges. Right. Uh, it's exciting going through these. And, and same thing, just like, I don't know, like, uh, like I'm looking at your art here, for example, and when I see like all your color combos, it's amazing because I see like, like three piece uh, where they have like three different color combos. It's exactly the same aesthetic, uh -huh. I mean, graphics, but just the color combos get this graffiti feel where mm. it can be different and, and as powerful mm -hmm. as the other one. Yeah. And graffiti is like that too. Graffiti is like that, yeah. You always write your name. Yeah, and, you got your throw up or like your quick piece style or something. And then, you know, you, you do, uh, yeah, different color combinations. You add a little bell or a whistle or, you know, put a little 3D on it or, you know, yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So That's how I approach it. Like colors for me are like... Because I'm not that great at drawing, you know, uh, but I like the energy that colors have. So I always, I almost want it to be like, like candy, but also like fruit. But then I also want to sort of come up with an intelligent, mature color palette that you don't really see that often. You know? Yeah, totally. That's kind of my yeah. trip a little bit. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's it's amazing. I I really love the, the the colors of your piece, man. They're really attractive. Like yeah. like the way you mix stuff, and, and that that's the exciting thing about like like art in general, or even more graffiti. I know you have a, a strong graffiti background too, and and you can tell because of the way you paint. You know, and 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 same same to us. Like sometimes we like a piece for its styles, but sometimes we can like a piece because I don't know the color combo is right. amazing. Yeah, yeah. Or just the graphic is amazing yeah. or the composition and or... you guys are so great like uh on Chloris podcast i already said it but it, it, it you know i should say it again that you know you guys uh influence on you know just introducing graphics alongside pieces and just that graphic you know three four color approach with a composition that was it was it, it was just the design was brought into uh into the work and you know, that didn't happen that often. Normally it's like wild style, someone does the character, another wild style. But like the, the thematic approach was maybe there a little bit, like Lumid and Dime were going that way, early, mid 90s maybe. But like the graphic, graphic, like, whoa, this is Vector. 
I, I really do think that's uh, probably because of you guys. Oh, thank you. Know, you that, thank that the you. world sort of sort of saw like, oh, we can do that too. Is, is that allowed? That's so that's so graphic. I, I mean, to us, graffiti somehow means freedom. So right. you're allowed to do like whatever you want, you know. And, right. and and even some people, if some people don't like what you're doing, so what, you know? Yeah. At the end, you're doing art. So right. you're gonna stop just to please people that yeah. hate you. Yeah, yeah, Fuck yeah. them, you know. <laughs> like, you know, just do your own thing. And at the same time, what happened? It's like, uh, of course, it was like beginning of '90s. Uh, we bought our first Mac. It was like '94. Yeah, Clore said you worked for one year at McDonald's. Yeah, and then you you afford like one of the early Macs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was very slow. Yeah. So when we try Illustrator and wow. just to do a blur, it took five Oof. minutes, five wow. real minutes. Render time. Yeah. You die. So yeah. A blur. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's nothing, right? Yeah. And you're like, ah, oh, fuck this shit. It's yeah. too long, yeah. you know. And when we found out about, uh, of course, back then we cracked versions because we, we were too broke right, to, yeah. to buy it. And when we found out about Illustrator, uh, and thanks God Vector exists, because even nowadays we still have the files from uh, mid-90s, I would wow. say, that, that are uh, in high res because it's made of Vector. Uh, incredible, yeah. Because imagine like if we were focused on all the pixel stuff, like, like back then some resolution was not even 1024 by 780 or something like that, yeah. 720. That's like so it's very low, you crappy, know? Crappy, yeah. Exactly, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but we still have some logos wow, that we have made, you know? Wow, I would love to see that. That early Vector stuff from, yeah, the, yeah, from yeah. the 93, 94? Yeah, yeah, and, 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 and we were basically practicing ourselves on Illustrator with just some uh, autom uh, graffiti automatism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a brush, you know, we can tag like a chisel, you know? Yeah, yeah. And same thing, like like we had to handle this new tool and back then we had no Wacom or no uh, Cintiq, you know? Yeah. So, and we still do everything with the mouth. Yeah, so, I'm the same way. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I have a Wacom here somewhere, Wacom. Yeah. But I, 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 that's not how I got started. I'm also pen, anchor points, you know, and yeah. you guys too, right? Yeah, 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 same, yeah. same. Like, like, of course, all the logos and stuff, you know, we're using the mouse, you know. Yeah. Uh, sometimes when, when we can use a pencil just for some script and tags, you know, it's much right. easier. Yeah. But we're still like very old school, like drawing first and, yeah. and then trace it, like Scan really it, clean. Yeah. Uh, to keep, you know, uh, this sharpness, uh, exactly, yeah. exactly like graffiti pieces yeah. somehow. Did you ever use the program Streamline? Not really. <laughs> I mean, of course we tried, but uh, we're so picky in details that we've never been satisfied. Yeah. Because somehow it always like... Morphed it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can do a nice black line drawing, scan it high res, streamline it, but it would always... Yeah, change a little bit. Just yeah, enough. and we always hated this because, yeah. he, in my opinion, it looks a bit bootleg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so so it's kind of weird. Like, yeah, you you're the original artist, and and your art has this kind of like tiny tweak details that looks like a bootleg scanned yeah, yeah, or yeah, 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 yeah. vectored stuff. You know, yeah. so this is why like we like it like to to make it everything sharp. You know, straight up on Illustrator and trace everything. Yeah, yeah, it's. Uh... It's it's the best way because once you have it, you can always change the stroke. You know, it's just there. Yeah, know? exactly. Exactly. And it's gold because, like you said, you have files from ninety three, ninety four, and probably it's not going to go anywhere. This 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 Illustrator format, this vector stuff. So it, it's kind of it stands the test of time, as opposed to like uh, a file that's you know whatever, uh, eighty eighty DPI. 
and yeah, it looks good on, on the screen, but you can't really do anything with it. Exactly. Photoshop so so style, this yeah. is why like we're lucky to always be focused on vector stuff because uh, I don't know if tomorrow we have to do like a retrospective, you know, right. of our stuff early stages. We still have some yeah. some files from back then. You can do wall graphics. You can do anything. Oh yeah, yeah, anything. totally. Like from a billboard to a stamp, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we definitely yeah. can use those, those stuff. And actually. Recently, uh, we even remixed uh, some of our early stuff uh, with new stuff. Wow. And it's funny. That, that's the thing we love a lot to jam. So it's like we're feeling like being a DJ, mixing right. his own records, yeah, you know, yeah, somehow. Yeah, yeah. The classics. Exactly. Yeah. The All classics, classics. But with a new twist. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And, and, and to go back to um, our specific, uh, would say, graffiti style. It just happened naturally because, of course, when we tried and trained ourselves by ourselves, like we ourselves taught on Illustrator, you know, That's crazy. by doing graffiti using Illustrator, it was like, wow, it was giving back then a new aesthetic. I know I know it's dumb to say that nowadays because so many people do it now, yeah. you know, you have like so many people are doing this and. And uh, yeah, probably we're part of like the influence, you know. Uh, oh, for sure. Yeah, for, for, yeah, for doing yeah. this, we, we don't know, but 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 for sure, um, it also uh, influenced our graffiti piece. Right. So I then see. we want it to be like even more clean, but yeah. just using spray cans, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 crazy because I I also consider myself a vector head, and I like to paint in that vector style. Like, I want to be up close with my nose on the wall, and it's got to be sharp. Yeah. I love that. Oh, we can and, tell. When, yeah. when, when we check yourself, we definitely can tell. <laughs> and, and I appreciate this, uh, uh, like, the fact that you mind about, like, these tiny details. Oh, it, yeah. it, it makes the whole difference, in yeah. my opinion. I don't think anyone else cares. Maybe, maybe, except for, like, people like you, who's also, like, vector head. And probably, you know, you guys are the, the father and mother of this style. Probably. I think so. Uh, so it's very nice to hear that I, I get your approval. But I think <laughs> outside from you guys, like I trip out on that. Sometimes I'm painting a wall and I'm like, the line's going to be perfect. And I'm there for like an hour because it's not the way I like oh, it. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you get stuck or your hand is weird that day and it wobbles. No, I want it straight, you know. Oh, it's like, we are the same. Like, like it's funny because um, sometimes our, our son is painting with us. He's doing some piece too. Uh, because both of them are painting actually uh, too. That's amazing. Yeah. And it, it's funny because uh, when it comes to outlines, you can tell like he's <laughs> a little bit stressed. I'm like, hey, are you okay? Like, like do your outlines? Like, yeah, yeah, but I just make a break. It's my outline. I'm like, hey, you know what? Like, I've been painting for like since '89, so yeah, I don't want even to too count long. it too long. Before, you know, since before there was wristwatches. Yeah. Oh, oh man, like we're, we're doing like crazy outlines with original caps, but I was like, you crazy. know what? Like I, I'm also like still giving somehow pressure on myself when it comes right. to outlines. Yeah. And, and especially when you have this aesthetic approach mm -hmm. uh, and, and our approach is like very clean. So I, we still like, like put some somehow a little pressure on ourselves when it comes to outlines to make it clean, like you said, you know. So I just told my son, hey, I'm the same, but I've been yeah. doing this forever. Yeah. And I'm still like that, you know? Yeah. And it's weird because I, I, uh, maybe 10 years ago, I tripped because I was painting in the street and some woman was watching and then she asked a question and she asked like, well, how do you do that when your hand is in front of your eyes? And I started tripping on the fact that in a lot of cases, when you do, let's say, a, a decent, like, I don't know, one meter outline part or something, that your hand is in front of where the line is. Yeah, yeah. So you're blocking your hand, your, 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 
your, your hand is blocking where the line is coming out. You can't look over because you can't outline like that, you know? You, and so you, you just you you just, you just feel do it. it. You, you you don't you don't even n not think about it. you you focus to you make feel it clean it, yeah. and and make it work when you go backward you know to look at it but yeah once again like kung fu or even skateboard yeah. you know you, you you know the tricks yeah but but it's not because you know the tricks that you'll lose and you don't care and you yeah. know you're gonna make it you you still like and you can't pressure. trip out on how it happens actually yeah because I tripped out that day. And I couldn't, I, I had to stop for like an hour. Like, I don't know, you know, get a drink or something. Like, I, I, I started tripping on, that's true. I don't, I'm, I'm not actually seeing where, you know, I'm blocking my view with my own hand and the can. And I got too in, in, in my own head about it. And then I stopped thinking about it. And I never thought about it uh, since. Because, yeah, yeah. You don't have to think too much. If too you much. think too much, it's... It's like a pass in soccer, you know? Like yeah. All of a sudden, there's a, from the right field, there's a pass. And that guy is going to run. And that ball is going to hit right at the... You can't think about it. you got to feel it somehow. T totally agree. Yeah. yeah. It's all about like the, a feeling instinct. And yeah. then... It's a trip, though, when you, when, when yeah, you really totally. think about it. Yeah. 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 Totally, man. Yeah. yeah. She's like, what the hell is going on here? So, um, yeah, that's that. That's incredible. Uh, this vector style of painting, um, it's uh, like it's my favorite. You know, you guys have like pushed it. You know, promoted it, shown the world like this is. You can paint like this. It's not a. You know, you don't always have to get into photoshop kind of painting and a lot of guys there are great too you know yeah. with, with with effects and shadows and you know highlights and you know i just i just i just love that um you're sitting here and we can we can talk about that that, that sort of stuff yeah 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 for sure like like, like once again it's it's very simple what happened it, it was uh this moment and this period of of time from back then we come from the, the north side of France. Uh, I was in the art school and I always loved uh, with Chlore, like like uh, typography. Um, and, and back then, uh, Designers Republic were uh, really big in the uh, techno scene, doing all the art covers for uh, Warp label. And, and they blew us away with this kind of like new techno house aesthetic, you know, and, and, and so, so many other graphic designers uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about, like, because we're from the north side of France, we used to um, party a lot in Belgium. That's right. You told me. Yeah. And, and, and in Belgium. And your family's in Belgium, too. Uh, yeah, yeah. I have a yeah. part of my family. Uh, what was it? De Panne? De Panne, Middelkerk yeah. and Middlekerk. Ostend. <laughs> Ostend, Angolo. Yeah, so it's, it's not even like uh, from Wallonie. It's like yeah. re real Flemish people. Yeah, the good... I mean, My no, grandmother, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's Belgium and uh, Flemish, yeah. Bananas, yeah. And uh, oh yeah, we, we always loved Belgium because uh, it, it was funny because back then, if you want, north side of France, where I come from, along the beach, it's uh, it's touristy, but uh, for uh, working class, right? And uh, almost poor people, I would say, you yeah. know, uh, back then, because now everything's so expensive with yeah. inflation that everything becomes fa uh, fancy. But we could go to Belgium uh, by foot from my little hometown. No shit. Yeah, is that to close? Pan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were yeah. that close to the border. Yeah. Wow. I yeah, didn't know by, it was that close. By the beach, you can just walk like an hour, and you were in the pan. But, That's but, crazy. But the Belgium coast is so um, small. Right. It's very rich. Yeah. So basically, it was like coming up from the up north side of France. We were straight up in the south of Belgium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. south of Belgium is like it's very rich, you know, right. like like everything looks nice. We used to buy all our skateboards there. Right. Uh, they had all the cool stuff. So did you go to uh, the skate park named Leffingen in Austin? Oh, of course, you went to Leffingen. Yeah, 
what? Yeah, yeah, this yeah. This is crazy. We, 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 we even, like, it was funny. One day I showed up there with uh, one of my best friends. And uh, I brought my graffiti book. Uh-huh. And then all the kids came around me. And, and, and they were like, wow, I this wonder is so if cool. I saw you, man. Maybe. Remember the guy that, that was the... Pro- okay, so guys, Leffinger, it Because it, we're in America and, and there's a lot of people listening from around the world. It's not what you think it is. This you you had to hop on a bus by the train station. It's about a half hour drive on the bus, and then you were in the middle of the fields. Yeah, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was this incredible skate park, like a big warehouse, big warehouse, indoor. And there was a little shop. Yeah, I remember the guy Daniel. Yeah. So I made a mistake because uh, Kareem Campbell showed up there. I think. Uh, Jason Lee was there. Uh, Ray Barbie. Ray Barbie was there. Yeah. And but this happens like once every two years. Yeah. But everyone's still talking about it after the fact. So I brought my friend from Antwerp, who's never been there, and I felt like a big shot. I was in the midst of being like a tagger, and you know they lived right next door. Oh, I didn't know that. Or yeah, someone probably. lived right next yeah, door. Yeah, yeah, connected. And there was this window gate. Yeah. So I put my tag. I came early and I put like a fat cap tag and like an idiot. Why would I ever do that? So the, the farmer guy came out and then his son came out and the son grabbed me from behind, choked me out. The, the, the farmer's punching my face and I got Shit. arrested in Ostom, <laughs> man. And I had my black book like an idiot with me. Oh, no. And so that yeah. day I didn't get to skate and uh, the cops like took my book, took everything. And then they dropped me 10 minutes after the last train left back to Antwerp. Wow. And now I'm stuck in Ostend yeah. on, on, on a Sunday night, which was hilarious. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, it really sucks. <laughs> but, I mean, you're the only person I've ever met in America that knows what I'm talking about with that skate park. Yeah, definitely. And you know that guy, Daniel. Of course, of course. I mean, and especially back then, it was really rare, like, like graffiti and stuff. So having like this place. And, and plus, the guy was really cool because... He would just do this really for us. They, they were yeah. like, I don't know, an old couple, you know, and they were yeah. like, oh, let's do... Probably probably at the origin, it was like a roller skate park or something like that. Yeah, I think like it that. was a roller skate park, yeah. And, and and then, like, inside it feels like also like a nightclub, and we yeah. were young and teenagers. Blue, a lot of blue, I remember. Yeah, like light shows. But and when it rained outside, the, the, there was puddles. You'd slip on the, uh, you know, the, the, the ground would, like, sweat. Like yeah. puddles of water. Oh yeah. So everyone would get hurt, break feet, and all kinds yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. A lot of people <laughs> break feet place. there. Totally. <laughs> but but the cool thing too, it was like he allowed us to play on music. That's so right. it yeah. was really cool. And yeah. the little shop, same thing. I remember buying like Bones Brigade T-shirts, like all the stuff from Venice, yeah. basically. Pretty you know, Powell yeah. Perilta. Yeah. Uh, stickers, like all the gear. So it was like. Uh, like like yeah like 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 the the hip place from back yeah, then yeah, you yeah. know it was it was it was you know kind of like the only proper skate park I think there oh, was yeah. one also in Namur M- maybe but see, see, had see, one, see yeah. once again back then if I compare we had nothing comparable at least where we come from in France right. so this is why like each time we used to go to Belgium because for some reason. And, and, and maybe it's because in Belgium, uh, and you still have, uh, I think, some uh, army, American army bases. Yeah. So, so, so they used to, to brought like many stuff from USA, mm. uh, from music. So, so yeah. we even used to go uh, in some clubs in Belgium because some clubs were playing uh, rap music mm. for these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they, they want to party, but nobody were playing their, the music they like. 
yeah. like like R&B and rap music, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And and we used to go. I don't remember the the name of that place, but they were like playing Cypress Hill and stuff, and we were like so high. Yeah, yeah. Being in a club playing rap music. Oh you yeah, know? it was unheard of back then. Exactly. Like, it's 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 not. You know, sounds weird yeah. once again now nowadays you know but but back then it was so rare yeah. and, and and underground at least in europe you know Oof, yeah so it's it's uh yeah I, I came up a few years after you but my click was like it was uh we had this little basketball court and it was uh all the all the the kids that, that had fucked up uh homes you know so it was, uh, and but hip hop brought us together on this basketball court. It was actually like an abbey or something in the middle of the city, but it, they let us paint the walls there. And then there was the breaker kids and guys like G Rock with a glass eye who had a flat top was very very fat. He'd be an MC, and then there was the Jamaican kids and the stick up kids, and you know it was only like thirty of us, and that was it. We were the hip hop scene in Antwerp. There's oh, no yeah, one yeah. else. It's, 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 That's it. Same thing to us, like late 80s, uh, early 90s, where we were just like a few aware about this movement, mm. uh, music and, and activities. So beautiful, man. Yeah, yeah. And every time an album came out, like music changed, like discoveries oh, yeah. were made, like certain albums, like we couldn't believe that this is now the new sound. Like, how is this possible? You know? Totally. So much love. Yeah, yeah. So, so much totally, love. Totally. So, so yeah, from back back from this era uh let's go back to mid 90s uh of course like this new movement of house music mm. you know uh detroit techno right uh, and of course new beat uh, right. in belgium and yeah. once again belgium is really uh, important in our lives too because the best clubs playing all these djs and they, even these clubs were inviting those amazing djs right. uh, from usa yeah like i don't know um what's the name again like masters at work you know oh yeah yeah, yeah or yeah, all yeah. the french connections right from back then you know like right. even daft punk like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like i saw daft punk before they were having this uh, trip on the, the robot thing yeah crazy. so we were seeing them and they were dj yeah they were playing others music you yeah. know and and it was before the first album just getting started type of stuff yeah yeah, yeah. and, and you, you can see their face uh yeah. from yeah. from back then you know yeah, yeah, yeah. so I, I partied with uh jiman quite a few times oh uh, yeah nice a few years ago yeah amazing we took the mask off but no one you know the, the girls didn't know who he was of course but then as soon as you know because at, at, at a certain point you gotta you know let, let them know that you know who this is right yeah. Oh wow! And then, yeah, of course, you know? people. He, he was clever. He, he was really clever from them because, uh, I guess, what they wanted is like they wanted people focus on the quality of the music right. and and not to uh, starified. Exactly. Uh, like physical or whatever, right. you know, like super one, smart. Because exactly. also the, the worst thing about uh, being successful is the fame. Yeah. Because then you can't move anywhere. So these exactly. guys can keep moving. You know, they, they have all the fame, they have all the money, but not the recognition. Oh, yeah. Like the facial recognition. So, I mean, the, he could be sitting next to you. You, you never know it, you know? Exactly. Which is and great. Especially at this level, you right. know, it, it can be like very, uh, uh, yeah, boring life yeah. Is somehow. Yeah. Like, like everywhere, you, you can't go shopping anymore. You, you can't. can't go to a restaurant, I mean, w without being recognized yeah. or stuff like that. So, yeah, they so were really it was, smart, it was right? really clever doing this, like in... Uh, the early stages yeah. you know and so dope with the with the robot masks and, yeah you know i think they, they were at the grammys one year and they had messages playing yeah on the on the mask like six stuff yeah 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 so yeah. but but yeah so so once again like, like like for real like somehow belgium has a real impact uh, uh 
because they were importing all this cool stuff, mm. you know. I love so, to hear it, man. Like, yeah. Sorry? I love to hear that. Oh, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. As yeah, someone of from course, Belgium, yeah. because no one ever mentions Belgium ever, you know. I mean, I, I mean, for real, like when we were in the 20s, uh, we just used to go mostly uh, party in Belgium yeah. for all these good reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and and plus like 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 uh, the quality of the nightclubs it's so designed yeah. so, so so cool yeah they're like temples like two thousand people like, oh yeah you know all these places yeah, like yeah. La Roca and all these uh, oh but, but for, for real like we we have been to many clubs and for real the best clubs I ever been was in Belgium wow so far yeah, uh, like I remember like like what was again uh, this name of this club in the head like. like like the acronym was CC, which is funny because it's like cocaine, but it was meaning something else. And I, I, I told you. Uh, uh, CC, I'm trying to think. Uh, we used to go to Fuse, of course, uh -huh. in Brussels uh, for the Who's, uh, who's Who uh, party and uh, to Eskimo, oh, like Eskimo yeah. bar. Eskimo. What, what, where was that? What, that was Ghent, I think? Yeah. Yeah. And the founder of Eskimo, I think, opened this club. Uh, that was really amazing, like so designed, so cool, and then same thing, like like like. Oh, culture like, club. Yeah, culture, culture club. club. Exactly, Man. exactly, yeah. culture club. So, so this is the best club yeah. ever. Nuts. I, That's ever also been. in Ghent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have exactly. a lot of. I I grew up. My my mom was from the seaside, up from uh, Austin. There's Knokke. That's where yeah. my mom's from. But then my dad was from Antwerp. Stole her away from that town, and then uh, I had a lot of friends in Ghent always. So mo mostly every weekend I would be in Ghent. And, 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 and once again, like, like these people uh, were so into the music and the movement, you know, and, and they, it, it's really funny because uh, not much people put Belgium on the map in the, let's say, cool culture internationally, mm. but they did so much. Mm. Uh, they impacted so much our lives, for example, yeah. and, and all these beautiful music or pictures we can have mostly was coming from Belgium. Yeah. Uh, the aesthetic of the flyers, the fonts yeah. they were using, yeah. you know, the party they were throwing, yeah, uh, yeah. all the people they used yeah, to Yeah, I never really realized that other uh, countries, like, Fr I, I always think of France, like, well, everything's happening in France too. This is just our scene in Belgium here. But I never realized that maybe that wasn't the case. I, I mean, it happens in France a lot, but back then it was mainly in Paris. Right. So it was really focused in Paris. But you, when you're a teenager, it's really hard to tell your parents, hey, I'm 16 and I'm going to Paris by myself a yeah. weekend to see a show. Like, your parents would just freak out. It seems a little bit too, because it's a big city and there's exactly. a lot of action there. And exactly. it seems like if you're too young, it seems like you're not ready yet to go there. And, and even the crowd uh, wasn't there, you know. So this is why, like, it never happened. And what's weird about Belgium and cool at the same time, it's like cities like Hand and Twerpen. Uh, right. Even where the Cherry Moon was, it was like a small village. Yeah, it's like outside of Antwerp. Cherry Moon, yeah, that's yeah. hilarious. Uh, I, I don't remember the name. Uh, or even something like Alst or, or something. Yeah, yeah. Some Something like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. and and at the villa was in in Dornick yeah. too, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it was totally somehow uh, they they were opening amazing clubs in, in some unknown almost village yeah. or small city. Yeah, guys, truly, like these are like actual villages. It's mostly farmland, and maybe there's a village population. I don't know, yeah. nine thousand, yeah. two thousand something, and then there's crazy clubs by some funky old guy with his wife usually. And, and he hired a couple of bouncers, like decked out some, some hall, but it's like state of the art. And then, you know, a lot of drug sales back then. Oh, for sure. Ecstasy yeah, yeah, was booming. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it, it, I'm sure there was some kind of a partnership with the drug dealer. All we need is for the sure. DJs and yeah. you got the space. There's not a lot of cops, not a lot of action out here. 
So, I mean, if you open up one of these uh, disco or whatever, uh, like party joints, you know, uh, 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 that can fit like a thousand people, two thousand people, those are all paying customers. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. All, and also in, in Belgium, I think uh, drinking age didn't exist. So if you're 16 or 15 and up, you're already at these rave temples. Exactly. Or techno temples. And, and you're buying some ecstasy. Uh, not a lot of people drank back then. Yeah. But it, I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. It was more drugs uh, for more, kids more, like than, than, than drugs, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 but, but same thing, like, like the, the craziest things, it was like uh, how uh, somehow these little clubs were... Uh, um, able to invite such uh, big amazing, DJ. yeah, big names yeah, like yeah. from Detroit, you yeah, know, because the New money York. is there because yeah. they're they're making a cut off the drugs being sold there. Maybe <laughs> must be thousand people, yeah, you yeah. know, spending what like eight but bucks I, on a pill. I remember in the parking lot, we were a lot of French to to move mm. in Belgium because we had like some amazing parties, right. you know. So of course. I would say like probably ninety percent of the club was like under drugs, you oh, know. Yeah, yeah. So and and, and, and you can that. tell, you can tell, like yeah, when yeah. you see like people like jumping on Gabber for almost like yeah. six hours in a row. Yeah, Gabber's like jumping up and down, and it's it's kind of like a scallywag. Yeah, you know, like. yeah. So you can do this young, but six hours in a row, you and and, and, and you see like the <laughs> eyes are like fucked up. Oh, it's like, all okay. pupil. Yeah, and like the teeth are breaking from like. Yeah, the drugs yeah, are yeah. too strong. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> like crazy. But but but. But beside that, uh, the music and the culture was so strong uh, in Belgium that it really impacted uh, the scene in Europe, in mm. my opinion. And it impacted us, for example. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Happy to hear it. And then, um, yeah. And, and so, in those days, were, were you mostly painting graffiti there? Or would you like dip down to Paris too and London? You would travel too, right? And go to Germany in, and stuff? In the early beginning, we even used to go to Amsterdam too, because uh, we knew on the marketplace they were selling Sparvar. Mm. And it was just like Sparvar. three, three I mean, hours away. I painted with that too. Man. Yeah, uh, Sparvar was like our favorite brand for yeah. so many years. And, and it was great compared to Motip. Remember Motip? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Motip oh, was the shittiest. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, Sparvar is... In my opinion, the best. Yeah, yeah. 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 Compared to Motip. <laughs> Back yeah, then, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, definitely. If I have to pick up like Sparvo or Motip today, I would pick up Sparvo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah, sure. Totally. Yeah. But yeah, no, back then, once again, like, like uh, because of uh, some fanzines of graffiti you, uh, that promoted like jams. Right. Uh, and as soon as we got our driving license when I was 18 years old, we're like, okay, now I got a car, we can move, you know. So as soon as we could move out from where we come from, and, and become somehow independent. We, we started to uh, travel all around the place because Europe is still very small. Very small, yeah. Like where we come from, going to Cologne in Germany, for example, was just like three hours driving, yeah. which is nothing. Yeah. And, and the same thing back then, uh, you just hook up with people, you know, and I, oh, I'm doing graffiti and, and you're making friends and you're crashing to some friend's place. Just bring like a few spray can, uh, paint in the local uh, wall, yeah. with, uh, hang out with locals. Yeah. So we started traveling a lot like this, you know. And, and in, the, in the same way, <coughs> we were visiting our friends and our friends were coming to visit right. us too. And that's the, the, yeah, everyone is influencing everyone that way and the friendships are formed and like, yeah. Yeah, of course. Of like, you found out about like like other graffiti writers through magazines, you right. know. And, and then you go to gems and, and, and just to explain like, how it was uh, back then before Instagram, you know, uh, and social medias. The only thing we have, it was like, like our own black book and we're showing what we were doing when we were traveling right. and we were making connections this way. 
Like, or even when you don't know, you know, like, for example, in big cities, like, ah, oh, there might be some graffiti. And you know where graffiti, they, they, they always remain the same, same way everywhere, still nowadays. Like, if you see, like, along the rails, you know, right. uh, you, you can find some graffiti or, like, yeah. abandoned, you know, stuff. Or you can see in the city, like, who's the preeminent uh, bombers right. or crew yeah. from that time. So, and back then, too, like, few few cities had, like, some hip-hop shop we used to, to call, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. So, you also can go there and, and, like, hey, we're from here. And uh, and connect with other, other people. Maybe there's exactly. a Hall of Fame somewhere you go to that. Exactly. Yeah, or check, just, yeah. we really love to, to connect with, with people. And, and, and then, of course, like, connecting by people, uh, we started also to get print in those fanzines. Mm. And magazines, graph magazines, and, and so on. We got like then invited in gems because yeah. we were in the magazines, and so on and so on. So yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, that that, is, that that was a very cool aspect of things back then. I guess today we have like the, you know the festivals, which is a little bit different. Uh, and people that are that are that are bombing are still bombing, and it's just less on Instagram. It's more old school. It's you know. Uh, everyone knows who everyone is and it's le it's more for that group than everyone else and which is the way it started right yeah it, it, it's very complex nowadays for people doing illegal because uh if you have like a, an account uh, somehow it's very easy to find out who's the real people behind especially right. on social medias owned by facebook yeah, who yeah, ask yeah. you your first name and last name yeah. your birth date your address yeah. i mean this is crazy how yeah. they don't respect anything about yeah. our privacies yeah uh and so i understand like like, like they open account with weird names they, they stay undercover with a locked account so it's hard for them to somehow uh being exposed mm. uh, because nowadays it's all about that uh, even festivals, some festivals, what they look at first is not even your art. It's like how many followers you yeah, have is, before yeah. to invite you. I feel like that's everyone these days. You know, not everyone. Yeah. Not everyone. I mean, I most know. people, like you know, they they, they seem to want a number <clears throat> to want to like have it before they make a, a, a feeling decision about you. It, it's you know? because once again, it's because of this era, which right. is uh, really uh, based on capitalism. Uh, right. When you want to do a festival, you need to find out some sponsor. Yeah. And to convince sponsor, you have to show them something where they can win on their side. Yeah. Like, oh, you want me to spend money? That's all right. Uh, I kind of like this stuff because it's going to make my brand or my company feel young or hype for a moment. Right. Uh, I can become a partner, but what I have to, to win in this, you know? Right, exactly. What, what, what does the company or the brand sponsor have to gain exactly. by participating? Exactly. And, and, and if you can say, well, collectively, you know, we've, we've got uh, 1.9 you know, million eyes on these accounts of these artists the brand will say well that's interesting exactly right exactly but if it, but but if it was only like 182,000 then be, yeah maybe that we're not so interested in and, that. and and yeah. that's why like sometimes it sucks i'm saying sometimes because we know many festivals like powwow or shine on st pete they're definitely not like that mm -hmm. uh, we understand also the challenge they have to do a festival to to uh, get some fans to make it happen right uh and, and 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 yeah we're still living in this era so this era and this system make these uh things happening right it's where do you see it all go because you know you've you, you've been there since before anything happened kind of uh like second wave we would say right uh beginning of the second wave and now we see how commercial it's gotten you know one two three clan has done so many cool collaborations with so many brands 
lots of art shows. I mean, just endless uh, things and and projects. And you know, a after having done all those things, you must have some feeling of what's the correct way to move forward. For real, time will tell us because right. uh, we have no idea. Like nobody have seen street art coming this right. way. No, nobody could predict right. this. That uh, because back in the days, if you give us like for example, um, uh, just a wall like like you did on your workshop, right. we, we would be like maybe twenty to paint on it. You oh, know? because yeah, we were yeah. doing like small pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And nobody have seen like, oh, street art, they're going to do like 10 storage building yeah. for one artist, yeah, yeah. which is amazing, yeah. you know. And, uh, and, and somehow street art uh, break even more rules, in my opinion, in the fact that, that uh, new generation artists painting whatever they like. Yeah. It can be abstract, super realistic or just colorful or whatever, you know, um, which always existed somehow. Uh, uh, and, and then, once again, it, it will depend on the new generation. We, we have no idea. M maybe we don't care about analog stuff, or maybe right. they will care again. Yeah. And maybe they will go full digital, or maybe they will go even full analog and boycott social medias. Yeah. I don't know. I, have, I really have no idea. And in, and in terms of... Because um, I keep thinking over the years about the Medici family, you know, and they were such patrons of the arts. And... Uh, then there was also, you know, religion and the church, you know, we get all the great masters were able to work and they got commissioned to paint religious imagery and all this, all, all this kind of stuff. But then I look at today's world and, you know, the, the corporations, the brands are sort of in the position that, let's say, uh, the church was back then. Oh, exactly. It, it always existed. It, it's all about power, in my opinion. It's like, okay, if I want to support your art... Uh, in the beginning, they, they, they show up like nice guys to make sure you can do what you like uh, full time. Yeah. And, and then you found out like, like slowly, step by step, they're trying to tell you what to do yeah. and changing your art. Right. So this is why, like, for example, we're still a bit wild and not as uh, present in all right. these shows and stuff, because uh, personally, we don't give a shit. You yeah. know, uh, to the art art market and art gallery show, uh, we, we we're still painting to make those things exist exactly like graffiti, right. uh, to at least archive some uh, style from what we're doing now. Right. Uh, and if we can have some shows, this is great. Uh, we're totally open, you know, to do shows. We're not like like crazy wild and anti galleries or art market, but we felt that with so many artists. Uh, they're not manipulated, but 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 uh, when you're depending uh, and you want to be an artist full time, uh, it's horrible to tell an artist what to do, right. and because he he, he succeed uh, to reach this level by himself, and now what? Like just because you have some money or yeah. you know uh, yeah, you're yeah, wealthy, yeah. Uh, you will tell him like or her, you know, uh, what to do. Yeah. Uh, this is weird. I mean, doing this in art, in my opinion, it yeah. is really weird. It's like, yeah. oh, you're good at skateboard, but you know what? You're going to do windsurf. Why? Because yeah, yeah, people yeah. love windsurf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't give a shit about windsurf. I yeah. like to skate. Yeah. And I don't even want to go in a ball or something. Yeah. I, I do street, Yeah, I, I, you know? I think in a lot of cases, you know, there's positions held. Uh, when we talk about agencies and, and all this sort of, you know, um, it, it's it, people that have positions that they need to have an opinion. And it's not that they're the, the opinion that they're saying to you or that's on the call. You know, when you have those uh, conference calls with like seven people, there's always some voices that, 
oh yeah, uh, John here. Uh, I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally, totally. But I, I, I think they need to do that because otherwise they they don't exist. But 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 like you said, you it's it, it's typically from this era. I think church was replaced by corporation and branding. Mm. And as soon as, and, and basically we have like the, this uh, problem with our spaces since day one. Right. As soon as you accumulate too much money, you reach uh, the beginning of power. And uh, as soon as you, you think you have power, you just become egocentric and, and, and you think that, that, that everything you can do, you can, or touch turn golds, you yeah. know, and stuff like that. But that's bullshit. That's arrogance, uh, yeah. And, and, and this is why like somehow we love art so hard. Uh, or music because naturally it comes and 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 nobody can predict what it is gonna be and right. this is the greatest and and once again to to come back to your question like oh what you see like this going like i have no idea and this is great yeah because nobody could predict because yeah. if we could like probably like these guys who can afford like whatever you know they yeah. would probably invest you know oh yeah they would they would buy it all now and not only that but like from the perspective of you know, the early 90s, it's like none of this was supposed to happen anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact yeah. that all this is happening and, and, and there's like, you know, it, it's a whatever, a career and like you, you've done your life in a, in a graffiti and design way. Tell tell your 15-year-old self that that was going to happen. You, you tell the person that's telling you that, that that they're crazy. It's impossible. Yeah, exactly. And and, and and once again, like like we couldn't predict all what happened. And what happened is even greater than what we thought. You know? It's insane. Yeah. So, so, so much good stuff happened, you know, at the same time. Uh, for example, like, like how rap music took power on the whole music market, yeah. you know. It's the number uh, one music in the world now. Yeah, 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 and, and 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 even even like somehow you know having like 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 street art in cities and and having like now cities with we full painted mural it's by artists. This is insane. Unreal. So exactly. on my low days when I get frustrated or like I feel sad or, or yeah. something or depressed, I just think about that. Yeah. And it's a big slap to my own face. Shut up. This is but, all bonus. Totally, you know? totally. This but is but, crazy. but once again, I like like. All these things happens because of uh, all the great people that invest themselves in it. Right. So, so once again, like what we like to do, it's like focus on what we do, you know, uh, and what we like, and 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 we let no one to tell us what to do, especially uh, in the art side right. uh, or graffiti, you know, right. like like of course, if you pay me and it's commission and it's a client, it's different. But yeah. but for art, uh, yeah, that that remains pure. Yeah, Chlor was very. Uh, adamant about that as well like yeah um, i mean yeah, once we're, again we're, no, no one's no one's gonna tell us what to do yeah we, we came it, too far i i, I, yeah. I mean do you do you yeah. really think that keith Aring or warhol or leonardo vinci or or whoever uh succeed to to brought in the art market somehow or in the art scene in the art history you know what they have done no and 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 even if it happens uh it will be very disappointed yeah like oh wow your your stuff is amazing ah oh, but you know what like I will never do this if uh, I don't know Walmart will never tell me to do this right like, exactly what? Yeah, yeah yeah and and then yeah. it's like you you I don't know it's like that that yeah that's what you're killing uh, your art that, you know what, yeah exactly <laughs> and that's what's a little bit ugly that I'm noticing these days is that you know there's like probably you know younger artists or like and they want to be 
you know, like a success so quickly. And, you know, uh, if it's women, then it gets, it's like a little bit sexy. If it's a guy, then he's like spiritual and like, you know, and, and, and they, 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 they think they have a formula worked out and I feel it. And, and I feel that, you know, they just want like to be rich and successful. And for me, it's it. And they're pulling it off in a lot of cases. Yeah, yeah, and, and it feels so I, I mean, weird to see that. Yeah, I, that I've seen so many kids like that at Miami Art Basel, for example. Oh, that yeah, you yeah. can tell, like yeah. even the outfit or yeah. the way they speak and a so nice but, big hats. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but, but but once again, I mean, maybe they're naive and they they, they just try to succeed and 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 somehow uh, I'm not saying it's great. Uh, they will figure it out with more experience that it sucks, you mm. know. Uh, to it's it's basically like going to ask somebody like please uh, I don't know uh, uh, like lock, fashion lock me art. down you know like yeah. fashion art or something yeah yeah. yeah but like like we love fashion and this is why I love fashion too is like like I, I love how people push the the boundaries sure. you know and and surprise this is why we love music so much or even skateboard because. Or once again, like kung fu, because it never ceases to evolve. Right. And and what we love to see as human species is is uh, we love to discover new things that looks right. good. If it if it's a formula that always come up, even if it's good, at the end you don't like it anymore. Right. It, it's like eating for one year every day the same amazing dish. Yeah. But at the end, you can't eat it anymore. That's you, right. Yeah. You know, so it's yeah. too much. Yeah. Too but much. Too much of a good thing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I just feel like there's you know be, again not to hate because i think social media is fantastic it's it's helped every you know it's oh, helped yeah, it is. everybody yeah. out for sure but just this insistence to like everything is so polished and everything's so clean and everything is so you know it's so calculated you know i'm just noticing that it's, it's the same thing like you know you go to any city around the world now and you'll see a black and white portrait of a girl looking to the left maybe holding a coffee you know and, and these are walls now yeah, you yeah. know, and, and a lot, lots of drips, yeah. black and white. Yeah, yeah. And it's a girl. Oh, it's a girl. Good. Yeah, you yeah. Know, black and white. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> oh, the, the roller stuff. Oh, great. You know, it's yeah, dripping. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's art. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And it's like, man, if I have to see that one more time. Yeah. But uh, I guess that's okay too. Yeah, yeah. I, I but mean, you know what I, I'm saying I, here. I, yeah, totally. I, I mean, I mean, what happened is very simple. Like uh, social media's uh, amplified. Uh, the thing that was really hard to get, you know, uh, back then. Right. In the 90s, we got nothing. You have to go to some special place to get yep. a magazine, to find out about graffiti, to even like buy spray cans, uh, how to handle spray can and use different caps and stuff. Like, yep. like we figured out all this stuff by ourselves. Yep. And it took so many years or, or months uh, wasted somehow yep. because we didn't have access yep. to the knowledge. Yeah. Now, what's amazing about your generation is all the tutorials. And right. on, on the same way, what's uh, clever from this new generation, they will be like, oh, how to use a spray can? And, and they will monetize it, you know, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. those uh, tips, yeah. you know. By the way, because, you know, you see all the masterclass stuff for, for let's say, directing, writing, you know, uh, I don't know, all, all, all the categories. Have you guys thought about doing a masterclass on how to, from design to finish? Or, or that's like... We, we, Too we, purist, you wouldn't do that. No, no, no. It's not that. It's like it's, it requires another skill. Right. Like like how how you're able to to know to teach. Uh, like we love to craft stuff. We but 
to speak to a camera, I to edit a video, yeah, and the presentation all that stuff. Part of it, yeah. yeah, yeah, it requires like other skills. So this is why, like once again, like we love new generation because they they're not just amazing artists. They right. they also amazing editors. They yeah. amazing producers. Yeah. They're amazing uh, uh, broadcaster. Yeah. Uh, all, all this stuff like I, I told them like they were like oh you should do this I'm like yeah I would love to but I don't know how to do it as good as you do right that's also true and, and, and they're really good right? they're really they're good really they're really incredible I, I love to watch those videos yeah. and I'm I'm still like following like 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 people amazing talented people that, that have like the probably the, the age of my kids you know yeah and, and I'm amazed about like not only the art they're able to do but but also the whole video is it's never boring. The production it's, of it, the pace, oh, yeah. the edit, everything yeah. is great. Yeah, I, it, I it's dynamic and uh, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They always come up with new content. Yeah. They're able to explain it. It's so clear, uh, and they're able to share also the passion of it. So maybe it's because we come from another generation and we're busy enough with our daily life. Yeah. Uh, doing many things uh, on our yeah, side, yeah. so this is why we're not doing this. Yeah, it's 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 to, to me it seems like a lot of work. It is a lot of work. A lot of work, but I love the monetization aspect of it because then it, there's an immediate reward. Yeah, and it really uh, it really influences everything. Uh, totally, totally. This is the greatest things uh, for new generation if they're able to make a little bit money on the way because they're spending a lot of time. Uh, they have a lot of talents, yeah. so they deserve this money. Yeah. And even if it's some tips they learn at school and they share it to monetize on YouTube, this is clever. Yeah. And this is great because they do it their own way. They're not doing like, like oh, like a boring teacher showing like a shitty example. Right, exactly. They're doing like a cool way, like yeah, how yeah. to do a photocopy effect on Photoshop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we used to do the real ones, you know, yeah, and yeah. now it takes like 20 minutes to do it yeah. on Photoshop. But, yeah. but once again, like it's great, you know, yeah. sharing I follow stuff. those accounts too, especially on Instagram. Like all these little tricks in Illustrator or Photoshop that I'm like, oh, I never knew. Yeah. It took me six hours, but you yeah. can do it here in 10 minutes. Yeah. And, and, and once again, so, so there's so many great things about new generation once again. So, of course, like we can explain how it was uh, back then from our generation. But I think nowadays it's, it's, um, it's not as easy, uh, like it not used to be because it was hard. It's just different. But... Uh, when you want to, to be good at something, there's no short path. Right. You have to work hard and, uh, and you, enjoy have, you have to as be you dedicated. Go. Yeah. yeah. And enjoy as you go. You know? Oh, the, yeah, The yeah, turtle yeah, yeah. wins the race. Exactly, exactly. You know? I always so. say it too, like, just find something. If you love to do it, then, then at least you love to do it as you're doing it. And normally you should be able to make some money with that. And then you need to be patient and like, you know, have your expectations be realistic. Exactly. Yeah. And, and the new, new generation nowadays, like, like the old ones, they recognize the real too, you know. Right. So, so all the people you were talking about, like, yeah, they try to please corporate or to be a very polished art that please everyone with like, I don't know, realistic street art, colorful, whatever, yeah. with somehow no style and yeah, things that you see everywhere, you know. <laughs> But this, some, some other, and a lot of people from the same generation, they also know that. And right. then they also think that, yeah, this kind of, of people are bullshit, you know? Right, like, exactly. like, they're not doing, like, what the other people are doing. Right. Like, the amazing people we're watching on YouTube, for yeah. example. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and I think uh, in due time, uh, it's all, everything's going to influence everyone. And then, you know, the, uh, the quality will always somehow come 
come to the forefront yeah know? totally like like, like, like whoever you are you know uh that that's the only thing i know that will happen uh for example uh because we live this we're old enough to to live this for example i don't know you you go doing the line at starbucks for a coffee they're not gonna play like the shitty pop stuff uh, from the 80s they're gonna right. play beastie boys or even public enemy yeah, 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 yeah. and then to me this is a victory Right. Like being in a chain, you know, like yeah. this big, like playing the music that was so underground right. and, and, and good too, yeah. you know, produced by amazing labels, yeah. uh, performed by amazing artists. And and same thing from, from the new generation, like, like, like once again, like, like, for example, like what kind of music we're listening, we're listening new stuff, like, like old stuff, but even new stuff or old stuff. We're also listening to some small labels. Right. And it's not because you're small or you have like a, not a worldwide crazy impact, like let's say Kanye West or Daft Punk, right. that your music is shit. Right. You can be like a very underground, small, uh, reggae, ska label or right. hardcore. And put out crazy cool shit. Yeah. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, that, so that, it, it is the same thing. And, and, and each generation have this stuff. And like you said, uh, decades by decades, uh, only quality remains right. and pop up. So yeah. that's the greatest. Yeah, I, I, I very much agree with that. Um, yeah. And uh, you, you guys, I mean, are proof in the pudding. You know, it's been a long time since you got, what, what 30 years uh, you've been painting now? Yeah, and last year we celebrated the 30 years of 123 Clan that was founded in 92 by Clore and myself. That's crazy. Uh, but w w once again, like, like, like we're still doing it uh, because we're loving it. Right. There, there's no like, uh, I mean, of course, um, for a long time, we did our studio work for clients many, many times and stuff like that, which is great. We have no regrets uh, and it's nice. But the origins remains the same. Right. We yeah. still love do graffiti piece, like straight right. up human size piece yeah. or painting a canvas like right. Laura does, you know, yeah. like, like we need to do that. And we don't need anybody on top of us. Right. For this part, telling yeah. us how and what to do exactly that that's the pure heart that that always was there and then all the other stuff comes on yeah and then you know but that part that's always going to be there exactly yeah. and totally. that's going to be interesting when you're 65 72 you know still rocking a double outline that's going to be fantastic <laughs> i'll I be wish. holding the ladder like you got it man or or, or, <laughs> or maybe just a sketchbook right you know exactly uh, yeah. That's going to be amazing. Yeah, yeah it's fine. Or, or even doing nothing and just seeing like the new generation doing it, right. you know? So, and this is why, once again, it's so powerful. And, and, and I'm so thankful for new generations because they're, they're still pushing boundaries uh, and, 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 and um, challenges, you know? Right. They, 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 in my opinion, like, like graffiti haven't been as good as what it is nowadays. Right. Uh, there's so many young artists, so talented. Oh, it's I, it's I really amazing. Yeah. Uh, and, and once again, like if you want to know what kind of people we like, I mean, we're following too much people. Yeah. I think we almost reached 3000, yeah. uh, yeah. followings of our, and we just follow like somehow the artists we like or friends and stuff like that. But, uh, we like all kind of stuff yeah, yeah. and not just like all oh, people from the nineties or from yeah, Europe yeah, doing yeah, graffiti, yeah. you know, no, there's, there's some really like, um, incredible mashups of 70s mixed in with 90s styles guys you know all kind like of stuff the drawing yeah. style that's it's a little bit anti-style but it's not 
and all, it's like all, there's so much it. fresh shit happening right now it's incredible all, all of it like yeah. like like you can see like some i don't know malaysian guys uh, rocking amazing wild styles even better than european or american people yeah, yeah. and at the same time you can see yeah those anti style like i love to call this fake ugly yeah, yeah, yeah. because of course uh if you don't know anything about it you, you you think it's like oh my god like my six years old kid could do yeah, that but that's but, so hard to do Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah, and to handle this time to make it looks like this, you know, uh, you have to be very, very skilled. And yeah. actually, when you look in detail, it's really well done. Yeah, it's very, very hard to do. Yeah. It, it really uh, is. Yeah, and and it's totally not anti-style. Right, and it's, it's funny to say anti-style right. because even if you say like, oh, my style is anti-style. Okay, so this is your style. Right, exactly. So. Yeah. <laughs> but I love all that stuff too. I have some friends that do it, and it's, 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 it's. I mean, it's back to Kung Fu, you know, there, there's no accident. There's only moving with the line. Exactly. And then, you know, it's it's more than improv. It's response to yeah. a stroke. Yeah. Or a de one decision leads to everything else. That's what I like about that stuff. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, totally, man. Like, it's very, very interesting, like, like uh, how you approach and how and where do you feel yourself uh, uh, well somehow, right. you know? Yeah. So n not in your comfort zone, but but what do you like to do? Yeah. Like what is your style basically? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I've been playing around with it a, a tiny bit. Uh, do you ever want to like, you know, get away from all the vector and the sharpness and the perfection and like, you know what? You know, I want to just you know, do some abstract crazy shit. Um, kind of, but but we always go back to somehow graffiti shapes because we like it, but but we're not doing the piece that we used to do like 20 or 30 years ago I'm you know sure, it yeah. evolves a lot right so we have our own aesthetic right and uh, we have done this on on canvases right. uh, but same thing it's in our style right and our style we love clean stuff yeah. and vector stuff yeah but we have done many canvases with just like like shapes and it all, all, always related to graffiti and graphic design right so actually we never cease to evolve we it's just like you said it's like you don't know where to go until you reach a certain level. Right. And from there, you can figure it out what's next. Right. But you can't plan like, oh, yeah, uh, I know exactly what I'm going to do every day until I'm 75 years old. Yeah, no, you, you, you know? can't plan. It, it, it's right. like, I don't know, a hidden path that you found out by yourself. Exactly. On yeah. a... And there's a trap door. Aha, there's treasure. Yeah, yeah exactly. Fantastic. Exactly. Excellent. What... Uh... What what's you know on the on the immediate plan now that you're living in LA? How has that been first of all, and then um, what what how do you see like life here? Has it been fun? Has it been uh, different than maybe Canada? And what do you think like is the immediate future for One Two Three Clan? Yeah, so so just to explain to people why we moved here is because I got hired as a art director, uh, working in the video games uh, industry for Riot Games. So, and they took care about everything. So we had a lot of friends here and we're like, oh, that's maybe uh, an opportunity in our life to For sure. uh, live in LA and, 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 and it's great so far. Yeah. So, so far we love it. Uh, first, because uh, we have a lot of friends here, but also um, the art scene is very strong. Like we have like many shows, uh, so much stuff to discover. Right. Uh, and it's great so far and, and also we don't have like long winters anymore like in Canada know. that's over so, now so yeah, yeah I mean so. we've had pretty this is the worst rain I've ever seen here yeah this is crazy but it's probably done in a couple of days yeah finally. yeah once yeah. again so probably like, like 
we just moved here like almost uh, six or seven months ago now. Right. So we didn't have time to uh, to um, even paint that much because uh, we have so much to do between the move, you know, and the new job and set up finding a place, uh, enter the American system yeah. that, that is definitely uh, not as easier than Canada. Yeah. Even if we were really helped and supported a lot by Riot Games, you know, they help us a lot, you know, on that that way. And uh, so, so far, we, we, we love LA and nice. we, we, we might stay here for a while. Nice. And uh, But probably we will go back to Canada because... Yeah, uh, eventually, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, yeah. for sure, for sure. Yeah, like, yeah. Like I, but I, not I, back I, to uh, Belgium or France. Uh, no, because we, we, we have uh, our house in, in Montreal that we right. still have to pay. And... Uh, we love Canada. It's it's. I think it's a great country. It's a safe place to live, right. and uh, and it's still very interesting too because it's not as expensive like here, for example. Right. Um, and it, it's it's a great location too because let's say uh, it's not so far from the West Coast and it's not so far from Europe. Right. So and it's yeah. I we love Europe, but uh, we don't see ourselves moving back to live right. there. Uh, especially when you see all events happening. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's so sad, in my opinion, because yeah. we love it so much and we miss Europe a lot. Like w one of our next dream, if we could retire tomorrow, would be to make a European tour, yeah. just to visit all our friends and do a piece uh, yeah. in Germany, in Spain, Switzerland, Belgium, of course, yeah. France, of course, yeah. UK, even if they're not part of Europe anymore, but we have so much friends there too. Right. Uh, Netherlands uh, and even the, the north side country right Scandinavian country yeah exactly yeah, 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 yeah. like uh, that'd be so a great tour we miss Europe a lot yeah, we have yeah. a lot of friends there and, yeah. and, and, and there's so much good artists there yeah. uh, having a hard time actually yeah so, a lot of artists are having a hard time yeah it, it turns out it, it, it's really hard so, so, so this is why like, like, uh, we try to balance our life like so I have this great job at Riot Games, and, and, and now because of that, uh, Clore can become a full-time artist. Yep. So the plans for 123 Clan is going back to the roots. Right. And, 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 and before, when we had our studio working for clients, we were like just traveling, you know, to, uh, uh, of course, get the money, get some contract, right. you know, to pay all the stuff. And, and we haven't got like the energy and the time to focus uh, full time on art. Mm. And, and because it's two of us, um, it's great to balance. Right. So my time now I'm working full time at Riot Games and then Clore can become full time artist, yeah. which is great. Which is great because it, it supports one another. And of course, yeah. uh, since day one, one to three clan originally is just a graffiti crew. Right, exactly. So yeah. this is the roots and we're proud of that. Like right. this is our biggest pride, you yeah, know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. we don't and want- And a lot was accomplished. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bananas, yeah. Yeah. yeah, of course. And once again, we have nothing to prove, you know. Right, so. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's great. That's great. Sien, fantastic, man. I think we got it. Thank right? you so much for having me. Oh, man, thanks for being here. Uh, let everyone know where they can uh, find you online. Uh, of course, Instagram at 123clan, 123klan. And I just want to notify this because we're in the US. The origin of the K from clan is because our Parsi used to be 123kings. But then we became a family and Clore is a woman, you know, so we didn't want like, like uh, f we wanted to, to find a name uh, that, that, that fits. So we play a lot with uh, uh, words that, that start with a C or a K and then we turn it to clan, you know. Right. And we explained that on the last podcast with Clore okay. that uh, in French, 
Sassemon uh, clan. That that's my posse. That's that's my crew. Yeah, it's very normal to say that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this is what we are. Like we're still a small crew, you know. Yeah. Like uh, it's just like seven of us: Dean, Spur, Scam, Rizzo, two of us, and of course the new members are kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ike and Cleo. Boom. So the, the crew's expanding. Yeah. So yeah, when you see that K, that's just old school graffiti K instead of a C for clan, and clan is you know. I, because originally it was Kings, right. so we didn't want to change our crew names. Like, oh, it's one, two, three, C now. Like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. it would make no sense. It, you it know? wouldn't. And then Wu Tang yeah. Clan, that was the era. Exactly. So all that stuff. Exactly. Exactly. So, so uh, boom! I'll put all that in the footnotes, man. Thank you so much for. Thank coming you so here. much, man. Peace, peace, everyone. Bye. That was Xian. Hope you dug that. As always, uh, we are on Instagram at Happy No Fear. And uh, I'm, of course, at The Art of Chase. So until next time, bye-bye.